Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual, because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Hook up with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, cruiseradio.net. A big welcome back to Doug. You just got off the ship. Thank you. Yeah, I did. You checked out uh, Freeport, Bahamas. Yeah, Freeport, Bahamas has been getting a lot of flack lately saying that uh, it sucks. (laughs) So I can't wait to hear your review of it. Yeah. A little bit later. It's going to be exciting. uh, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, is here. Matt, Doug, what's happening? Hey, man. What's happening? All right, let's get right to... Falmouth, Jamaica. How was the arrival of the Oasis? It was pretty exciting. And there, I mean, throughout the day, there was close to, uh, I'm told, about 40,000 uh, Jamaicans showed up. And uh, it, was, it was pretty impressive. Uh, you know, we got off the ship, you know, after it, uh, it docked. And, I mean, they had the bands and, you know, all kinds of dancers and, uh, you know, all kinds of, you know, people welcoming the ship. The passengers got off onto their tours very, very smoothly. And then um, around 11.45 or so, we had the uh, grand opening celebration. And the, uh, you know, Richard Fain, the CEO of Royal Caribbean, was there uh, with his remarks. And they had various uh, Jamaican ministers as well as the, the prime minister of Jamaica. And it was, uh, it, was, it, was a big, it was a big event because really what it did is it allowed Jamaica to be able to say, you know, hey, this, is a, this, is, this project is so successful already for us that it's going to be able to make uh, improvements for the other two ports, major ports, Montego Bay and, and Ocho Rios. Well, I was going to say, you were there, uh, what, a month or a month and a half ago. Uh, has there been much progress since you were there last? Yes, and the, the port itself, the, the buildings uh, are you know, continuing to come to completion. The, uh, there was uh, you know, an area that was uh, completely unpaved. They now have the, uh, the bricks um, you know, in um, so they, they've made a lot of progress in the last month, but uh, from what I'm, I'm told, that right now Royal Caribbean is receiving its highest port comments uh, in the entire Caribbean are now coming from Fowlis, Jamaica. So you know the passengers that currently have been uh, have been coming in were Voyager um, uh, of the Seas out of uh, Galveston and Freedom of the Seas out of Port Canaveral, and the passengers are just raving about it. So this was the first time Oasis and then you know Allure and Oasis will be alternating, and uh, they'll they'll soon be able to have uh, two ships in port um, at the same time because they've actually got two piers here. What other ships are uh, can we expect to see in Falmouth? Well, right now you've got the Royal Caribbean ships. You know it was specifically built 
for uh, the Oasis class, Oasis and Allure, because Ocho Rios is, uh, they just, they couldn't get those two, you know, the ships in because of, of their length and their size. So that, that's why Royal Caribbean needed to have uh, another port there, uh, you know, to get these ships in. Mm-hmm. But now you've got, you know, the other Royal Caribbean ships, uh, you know, and, you know, who knows, I think Celebrity uh, and some other, you know, Holland America, you know, Ocho Rios needed more, you know, need, needs more berths in order to accommodate, so uh, Falmouth will be able to accommodate more ships, not just uh, the Royal Caribbean ships. And look, it's, it's, it's going to be a wonderful experience. Well, speaking of uh, other Royal Caribbean ships, I just saw this ship a couple days ago in Freeport, Bahamas, on dry dock, the Freedom of the Seas. But since then, it's back in service, and uh, what kind of new renovations can we see on it? Well, it's, they're, what they're doing is they're, uh, they're, they're putting a lot of the features of, of Oasis uh, on board the other ships, the DreamWorks characters, the 3D theaters, but uh, they had to literally, you know, take the, they, they, you know, Liber- Liberty of the Seas was already done. Uh, Freedom of the Seas is now um, is, is being completed and resumed service this weekend, and uh, they're putting on video screens, which you know, it's it's amazing, guys, that you know, uh, Princess on Crown Princess back in uh, 2004 was the first cruise ship in the world to have a video screen. And at the time, they never they they called it movies under the stars, because they never imagined that you'd be able to watch those screens during the day, mm-hmm. which you know immediately mm-hmm. once everybody got on the ship, they discovered that these are these are just these are the same quality that you have at like Times Square, for example. Mm-hmm. So you're able to watch movies and shows and sporting events during the day and at night. Yeah, it's and, wild that the, even the bright sun does not uh, affect the, the the screen. It's wild, right? And when you think of like the two biggest innovations of the last 15 or 20 years on cruise ships you know you've got the flexible dining which ncl really kind of was at the at the forefront on and the video screens so freedom's got that uh, they're bringing on uh, vintages which is the wine bar yeah so you're gonna be able to you know just maybe taste wine you'll be have one three you know an option to be able to without committing to the full bottle you could do an ounce just to taste it, three yeah. ounces or five ounces. Like the Solstice has the uh, machines there, yeah. Uh, correct. And, um, you know, they're bringing on the Brito uh, Art Gallery as, as well. The nursery uh, that, that's found on the Oasis-class ships, so this way they can accommodate younger passengers, uh, you know, literally starting almost at six months mm. versus two years. So they, they'll be able to attract more families. So it's, there's some really nice features. That, you know, they got the new carpet, you know, uh, you know, chairs and everything were reupholstered. So the ship is going to look brand new. Let's move over to the Carnival Valor. Now, it's been in Miami since, uh, what, 2004, doing uh, alternating seven-night Western and Eastern Caribbeans, correct? Yes. Okay, but they, just today they sent out a press release saying they're switching it up and doing six and eight nights uh, starting next year. Yeah, which is actually, it's, it's pretty interesting because the, you know, it's going to be able to go, you know, instead of like a Saturday to Saturday or Sunday to Sunday, um, they're going to be able to, you know, offer, you know, a cruise that, uh, you know, like an eight night that'll go, um, you know, Saturday to Sunday or Sunday to Saturday, uh, or you know, and in this way, you know, more, you know, you'll be able to only you know, on the eight night, for example, you'll still be able to only have to take away, you know, you know, be away from work for for one week, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, the itineraries, you know, for example, on the sixth night, it's it's a typical Western itinerary, just no uh, Mexico, so like you'll go to Key West, Grand Cayman. And, and Ocho Rios, and then they're going to have, uh, you know, three different um, four-port uh, itineraries on the eight-night cruises, where you'll go to Grand Cayman, Ocho Rios, um, in the Caribbean, 
And then in the Atlantic Ocean, <laughs> you'll have Grand Turk and the Turks and Caicos and Nassau, Bahamas. Um, another another itinerary will do St. Thomas, Antigua, Tortola, and Nassau, uh, or Grand Turk, La, La Romagna, which is in the Dominican Republic, uh, Curacao, and Aruba, which is, is somewhat of a it's a Southern Caribbean itinerary that should be able to do eight nights um, out of Miami. All right, this next item, just horribly sad, sad news. The Disney crew member that went missing. Uh, can you tell us more on that? Yeah, it's it, it's it's sad. It was a, a 24-year-old uh, woman from England. She was part of the youth staff, um, and uh, she was on Disney Wonder. And during the day at sea, uh, you know, the next day she didn't report for duty. Um, so they, they, they did a thorough search of the ship, and they brought in the, the Mexican Navy to do a search and rescue. And uh, unfortunately, today, you know, they, they called off the, oh, the search because she just wasn't found. Uh, the ship did dock in Los Angeles, unfortunately, without her. Her family met the ship. And, you know, the, 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 the details are pretty sketchy as far as what happened, but... Uh, unfortunately, it, it appears that uh, you know she may have gone overboard. And that poor family, just not knowing. I mean, they for the rest of their lives not knowing yeah, what happened to her. Really, it's 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 really sad. You know, our you know thoughts and prayers go out to you know to her family. It's you know, but uh, you know the, the it, you know, people just don't go missing on ships. Yeah, that's true. It's it's it, it you know you just don't you know you just don't fall overboard. Unfortunately, hopefully we'll we'll have some more information. They'll review you know maybe some video to kind of piece together I'm, I'm sure they're they're holding back a lot of information while they do the investigation but uh it's it's just it's just terrible all right switching gears here now a big thank you to spirit airlines for yet another baggage rate hike huh yeah it's unbelievable i, I think we should call them no spirit because uh you know they're just continually gouging their their customers and of course telling people that it's for your convenience what's really incredible is you know if, if you wait to pay at the airport it's going to cost you 40 bucks for a bag, one bag. I mean, that's a carry-on bag for forty bucks, um, and it's just you know what, what they're doing is they're they're lowering the the pounds. So it's you know like most bags now, um, where it used to be like seventy pounds for for a check bag that was free, it's now fifty. Well, Spirit's going to charge you uh, starting at forty-one pounds. So if your bag weighs between forty-one and fifty pounds, on top of the thirty-five or forty dollars they they're charging you to begin with. Uh, you're going to pay an additional $25 for that bag, um, uh, and it's just it's just it's just crazy. Lastly, just want to touch upon 1970s black exploitation film actress Foxy Brown <laughs> and the scuffle that she uh, got into aboard the Tom Joyner cruise. Yeah, um, it was interesting. Uh, you know, the the reports were that uh, she got uh, um, put off the ship in Grand Cayman. And, you know, it took a, a few more days to kind of find out what happened. But uh, from what we're hearing, she showed up three hours late <laughs> to a manicure appointment. Diva. Uh, wasn't accommodated and became incredibly irate that security had to confine her, escort her back to her room, confine her, and then give oh, her the boot, um, you know, you know, as, you know, when the ship uh, docked in Grand Cayman. So, you know, there's an example of, of cruise line security and... Uh, um, you know, if we uh, hear it from Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the song up. But how appropriate is that? She's a Twisted Sister. <laughs> <laughs> hey All right. Stuart can be heard at the Ha Ha Hole on Pico in Los Angeles. I'll be here all week. All right. <laughs>
Thanks, man. See ya. Thanks, man. Tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cousin? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Better send you on your way. Cruise one. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise one. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One, yeah. Cruise One. If you're like Doug and you rack up a $500 texting and cellular phone bill while you're cruising you've uh-huh. got to look into this again the at&t cruise ship passport stay in touch while you're out at sea 35 dollars a month the package provides the following services while on the cruise ship cellular network 15 minutes of voice and 15 messages sent that's text picture and video the cool thing about this package from at&t is the fact that you can turn it on and off as you cruise i'm turning mine on and i'm turning mine right back off until my next trip this way i'm not always getting charged 35 dollars a month service is available on more than 140 cruise ships while on the cellular sea network for a list of cruise ships go to att.com slash travel guide to sign up for the at&t cruise ship passport log on to your at&t wireless account at att.com slash my wireless or call 916-843-4685. Overage rates are $2.49 a minute, 50 cents per text message sent, and $1.30 per picture or video message sent. Messages received while on the cruise ship will continue to be charged at your normal domestic rate. Each episode, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. Porthole's associate editor just came back from the christening of Uniworld's River Antoinette in Amsterdam, and he offered up this pick for a must-eat in the city. Head for the Pancake Bakery, a world-famous pancake restaurant with low-key ambiance that's full of history, character, and a menu of more than 75 different kinds of pancakes and omelets, including unique recipes from around the world. For example, the Greek pancake includes lamb euros, tzatziki, and a feta and olive salad, while the Mexican pancake comes with chicken, mushrooms, onions, pineapple, tomatoes, sweet corn, and guacamole. For those with a sweet tooth, order the banana and Nutella pancakes, our favorite hands down. The Pancake Bakery is located at Prinsengracht 191 in an old warehouse originally owned by the Dutch East India Company. It's just a short walk from the Anne Frank House. Happy, happy, joy, joy, 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 happy, 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 joy, joy, joy. If you cruise quite a bit, chances are you've seen him. He's been with Carnival Cruise Line since uh, 1986, you said, right? Very funny, man. Comedian, happy Cole. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio, man. Oh, it is my pleasure. Thanks for having me. And I, I'm glad you came on a cruise, though. Are you having a good time on Carnival? Oh, man, excellent time. And you were just telling me you were one of Carnival's first uh, onboard comedians. Uh, yeah, because when I got here, you know, they had... Uh 
they had some vaudeville acts. They had some jugglers that, you know, really couldn't juggle. They had a magician guy that couldn't do magic. So it was, it was funny, man. I, the guy, I won't mention his name, but I remember once I, I saw him do a show. And this is a true story. I saw him do a show. We know the the, uh, the bird where you do this and the bird disappears. Right. And he actually, there's a pocket in his tuxedo where the bird goes into, right? Uh-huh. He missed his pocket. <laughs> and the bird hit the floor, boom, right? And the audience was like, ah, my God, right? And then he, he rolled his magic card over the bird and kept on. I was like, what the? And I'm in the back crying. I mean, I'm laughing so hard, I'm crying, right? And he went on like there was nothing wrong. And, and then he did this milk thing, you know, where they pour milk into the uh, you know, they make a cone out of the newspaper. Sure. They pour the milk in, and it's supposed to disappear. It ran down his arm, his sleeve. His, and, I, and, I, and I said to him, I said, look, dude, why don't you do comedy magic? No, I'm a serious magician. I'm serious. I said, dude, you are horrible. That's what you are. But, yeah, that's, how, that's when I came in when they had those kind of acts. So, How long have you been doing this for? I've been doing stand-up. Carnival was one of my first gigs I've had. I've been very lucky, very fortunate, very blessed to have had a really, really good career. And I worked all over the world clubs and colleges and comedy festivals from Ireland to England and all over the place and it's allowed my family and I to, to pretty much have a, a decent life, you know, uh-huh. so I got no complaints at all, you know, none whatsoever, you know. You said you've been with Carnival since 1986, is that when you started comedy or did you start comedy yeah. before then? I, uh, I started comedy uh, a year before that doing open mic night and amateur night. Mm-hmm. So I actually started in 85 and I was an amateur and then I got the MC gig at a club in Tampa. And then I got really good within a year, and then somebody asked me to go on the road, and that's when I got with Carnival from these people I work with on the road. So, Were you part of like an improv, uh, improv troupe or anything like that? No, I, I've got friends that do improv. I, improv is very difficult to do. People think it's, they make it look so easy, but it's a very hard thing to do, man, because you have to work with other people. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'm good at that. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, that's why comics don't have TV shows that stay on TV long. Right. Because if you're the star... You're not doing your material. Somebody's writing that for you. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for a comic to do other people's material. Sure. So that's why they don't last on TV too long. So I, I you know, I never, never improv. Not, that's not for me. I mean, I'm not saying I can't do it, uh-huh. but I prefer to do straight stand-up, you know. Sailing on ships and working uh, a couple of nights ago, you, you mentioned that you've done stand-up gigs in Vegas and you just said all over the world. Yeah. Is, it, is it much different working on a ship than in a regular venue, say like at the MGM Grand in Vegas or something? Well, I remember doing the MGM and, and I love working there. Uh, but when you get to a ship, though, you have to understand that these people are from all over the, you know, everywhere. And so the trick is to make sure that everybody understands what you're talking about and make these people that don't know you and don't know each other, make them laugh. So it's not as easy as people think it is to work on a cruise ship. Right. You know, because I know a lot of guys from the road that came out here and died. Yeah. It's, it's a difficult task. It's not, it's not that easy. So it worked out for me. I got really lucky, like I said, and been doing it for a long time. So it worked out. How do you deal with hecklers? Uh, well, you've seen me work twice this week, uh-huh. right? I don't really get heckled too much. Right. I don't, you know, because I talk so loud and so fast that people, and, you know, and when it, my heckler response is very quick and very lethal. And then I move on. I don't waste time trying to correct somebody. I just tell them what I think and I move on. So I don't really get heckled because you've seen me work. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I hit them. I, I go boom, 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 boom. If you've got time to say something in between then, you're a fast talker. So <laughs> I, they, don't, they don't bother me too much. So, What kind of schedule do they have you working on here? Well, it, you know, I, again, I'm very fortunate because I get to pick and choose my own schedule. Mm-hmm. How many days I want to work, how many days I want to be at home, you know. So uh, it just depends on what I feel like doing. I'll talk it over with my wife, and I'll say, well, look, how about these days, and we'll get a schedule together and look at it and see if the kids are doing anything in school or whatever. If not, then I'll work. So it just depends on what we decide, you know. If folks want to check you out and they're not cruising, do you do a lot of stand-up gigs um, around the U.S., the southeast or such? I, I do. I, I do some clubs in the south, um, uh, down in Florida, uh, you know, whether it be Tampa or Sarasota. 
uh, some things in Atlanta, the Punchline Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, a few other clubs. And I'm, I'm thinking about going back to the Jacksonville Club now that you told me they were yeah. still, still, you know, doing still that. But, right. yeah, I do a few clubs a year. Uh, still do some colleges, you know, across, uh, across the country. Because at one point, maybe about five, six years ago, I was doing about 50 colleges a year. Oh, wow. So... Uh, I was I was really busy, but uh, yeah, you, but you know, you, you get older, you relax, you yeah, hell yeah. do things with your kids. You know, I've got kids in college, I got kids in third grade. I, you know, it's I got a wide range, so I'm a, you know, I got to take time for those guys too. So, where can we find you online? Uh, put in my name, I'll come up all over the place. Okay. Uh, you can find my CD at cdbaby.com or iTunes. Uh, you can put in my name, I'll come up on uh, on any clips or YouTube or you know, uh, rooftop comedy. I'm all over the place, yeah. I'm not hard to find. Trust me on that. So look for him online, comedian Happy Cole, one of the, not to date you here, but one of the first comedians on board Carnival Cruise Lines. Happy Cole, thanks for being on Cruise Radio, man. Hey, you guys, take care and listen to Cruise Radio. God bless you all. Take care. Bye-bye. Have a question for the experts? Or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. So we're down in Freeport, Bahamas. What's your name? My name is Mikey, man. Mikey, you're down here cracking some conch. Is uh, This is fresh conch, right? Yes, sir. It's fresh. Still alive in the shell. This stuff right here, this stuff can't get any fresher than this, guys. I know if you guys back at home listening to me, this stuff right here make the guys want to chase the <laughs> girls all day, all night long, man. So what's involved in catching conch? We go out deep down, about 30 feet. We go down diving and get this stuff. How far off the coast do you have to go? We go about 15 miles offshore, about 20 to 30 feet deep. Are they a plenty out there? Yes, sir. They're wild, man. The conch, conch never runs out in the Bahamas. We have conch all year round, man. I eat this stuff every day, all day. So you're cracking these conch right now. Are you cracking these for a restaurant? Or are you selling them, or what are you doing? I'm, right now, I'm cracking the conch to make the conch salad, the fried conch, the fried fish, fried lobster, whatever. I'm Right now, I'm at Daddy Brown Conch Stand in Freeport, Bahamas. I'm going to show these guys, let you guys know how this stuff looks and how this stuff comes out. Can't wait to see it, man. Thanks for being on Cruise Radio. All right, all right, all right. And if you want to see Mikey actually cutting up some live conch and actually taking it out of the shell and how it's done, check out our Facebook page. I uploaded the video on there, facebook.com slash cruise radio. Yeah, that's wild, man. you got to see the video. By the way, how was Freeport? How long do you have? Two minutes and 30 seconds. It's okay. It's a very industrial port. When we pulled in, uh, there's a bunch of container ships, oil tankers, and uh, Royal Caribbean's Freedom of the Seas on dry dock right across from us. Once we got off the ship, you would have thought we were the first ship ever to come to Freeport. Mass chaos outside. Oh, man. Yeah, it was lovely. So, wait, does it suck as bad as everybody says it does? It doesn't suck. There's, you know, I was talking to some folks. I couldn't do excursions because I was hopping on ships getting interviews. But um, a couple of folks on the ship did some excursions, like Peterson K, which is a small uh, national park. They said that was fun. Uh, shopping downtown. The marketplace I was at interviewing the conch guy, it was cool. I do have to say, though, downtown uh, Port Lucaya, I believe it's called, yeah. is like 11 miles from where you dock. So you have no choice but to take a cab when you first get there. Okay, how does it compare to Nassau, then? You can't compare the two. It wouldn't be fair. I mean, Freeport's totally industrial, and Nassau is just jumping flamboyant when you get off the ship. Yeah. Would you go back on your own volition? Probably not. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel, or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Each week, we like to try and save you a little bit of money thanks to cruisesforless.com. And since we are amidst spring break, just so you know, there are seven night spring break cruises from $3.99 or less. Uh, really killer deals for the month of April. 
with seven night cruises for less than you'd really expect to pay for many three and four night cruises. Of course, you don't have to be a college student to head to the Caribbean for spring break. Also keep in mind, there are dozens of sailings in April for less than $4.49 per person for seven nights. Like this one, one of your favorite ships, Matt. The Celebrity Solstice, seven-night Eastern Caribbean from $399 out of Fort Lauderdale. That's leaving on April 10th. And the Norwegian Sun, leaving out of Port Canaveral on April 15th. A seven-night Western Caribbean from just $379. Or this seven-night Mexican Riviera cruise from $399. This is aboard the Sapphire Princess, leaving out of Los Angeles, round trip April 23rd. I want to do this next one. Seven-night Southern Caribbean cruise from just $369 on the Carnival Victory. That leaves out of San Juan on April 10th. As always, you can call 888-973-SHIP. That's 888-973-7447. Or go to cruisesforless.com slash cruise radio. All right, that's going to do it. Coming up next week, Doug's going to head down to Port Canaveral. Yeah, I'll be aboard the Queen Victoria as they make their maiden visit to Port Canaveral. They're having a plaque and key ceremony down there. And it's always customary to have one of these ceremonies like uh, we went to a few months ago, Matt, with the Norwegian Sun. I remember. Now, next week, very exciting. We're kicking off a big contest in conjunction with Porthole Cruise Magazine. You can have a chance to win a Porthole Cruise Magazine tote bag filled with a Porthole shirt and their 15th anniversary issue. Yes, 15 years of cruise journalism excellence. Now to be one of our weekly winners, go to facebook.com slash cruise radio and make sure you like our page because that's going to be a big part of this contest. Don't forget we are on Stitcher Radio now. Such a cool app too and it's free. All you have to do is download it and you can hear our show on demand. Take us with you wherever you go. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. This is Cruise Radio. Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week, email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.